Blog Talk Radio. Hello, this is Nick Augustine, and I'm your host on this episode of Law Talk Radio, produced by Nick Augustine PR. Our 30-minute guest call-in show covers local and national legal news and events, as well as legal experts and current trends in law practice management. We cover important news and issues that affect various practice areas, so get in touch and let's tell your story. Partial support for Law Talk Radio comes from our sponsor advertisers who cover our production fees. We encourage our friends and colleagues to help sponsor the production of Law Talk Radio shows. You can send me an email directly for more information on sponsor plans and benefits at nick at nickaugustinepr.com. Don't forget to share the on-demand links to our episodes in your social media pages when you see something you want to share. All of those episodes and several other programs are available on the Nick Augustine PR website under the Listen Now link in the middle of the home page. You can also visit, like, and share our Law Talk Radio episodes directly from the Law Talk Radio pages on Facebook and Twitter. Today's program is Divorce and Real Estate in North Texas with Jolie Williams, a realtor. North Texan divorce and real estate specialist, Ms. Jolie Williams, is a realtor who has been in the business and it has it in her blood. She's a third-generation real estate professional who grew up alongside the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex and knows the land, business, housing industry professionals, all at the back of her hand. Today, Jolie, who's a proud divorce survivor herself, talks to us about unique tax, legal, and timing considerations for North Texans going through divorce who may also buy, sell, or lease real estate. Jolie Williams helps people undergoing the turmoil of divorce the death of a loved one, and make educated decisions preventing them from suffering financial losses or even potential homelessness. Jolie offers a complimentary consultation to discuss present and future housing needs. The consultation will provide information as to what information should be in the divorce decree to protect your current and future real estate investments. Jolie Williams is a Coldwell Banker Realtor in McKinney, Texas, and her telephone number is 214 214- Five zero two six four nine five again two one four five zero two six four nine five. For more information, you can also visit her website at divahomes.com. D-I-V-A hyphen homes H-O-M-E-S dot com. So, what we're going to talk about on today's program? Let's give you an overview of our thirty-minute uh, call or uh, call today. Um, first, we're going to talk about what her experience was like, Miss Jolie Williams, growing up in the Dallas-Fort Worth area and watching areas grow up around her and her family. Well, I'll talk to her a little bit about her unique perspective into divorce uh, from buyers and sellers and and leases from her perspectives and experiences. We'll talk about, uh, shortly after our halfway point, we'll talk about what unique issues, again, face divorcing parties. Again, we're talking about legal issues, tax issues, timing issues, and such. And then we'll talk a little bit about uh, Jolie's role as a member of the DIVA's advisory board. That's uh, DIVA stands for Divorcing Independent and Very Able Survivors very strong group here in North Texas, uh, helping uh, those going through uh, challenging times, divorce or uh, recently divorced. Uh, we'll get underway after a short disclaimer here. General, This is a general information program, Law Talk Radio, and the advice shared on the show does not constitute legal advice. Communication with our attorneys and guests and callers on the show cannot give rise to attorney-client relationships or other professional relationships. If you do have any specific questions, you should always consult with an attorney or professional in your area. And finally, all rights to this broadcast are reserved. So enough from me. Let's talk to our guest, Ms. Jolie Williams. Oh, thank you, Nick. I Thank you for having me. I greatly appreciate it. This Did you hear all that applause? I, I just heard 
I heard all this applause. Ooh, you know. I always uh, picture sure that applause button. I can have. So tell us a little bit about your. You know, I know that you uh, you know grew up around this area and um, went into you know, some corporate America work for a while and then started to go back into real estate, having grown up around it. Uh, tell us a little bit about what it was like to be. You know, what this area was like as a child, how it's grown, what you've seen. I mean, I live up in Denton County in Shady Shores. And uh, I see growth that's coming, and I look at how much my area may change, um, you know. And but if I want to talk to you, you could tell me about when this place was uh, when dinosaurs roamed uh, the earth. Not that we're anywhere else that old, really. But tell us a little bit about what it was like growing up around here and watching real estate. Um, well, I'm not that old to see dinosaurs, Nick. Um, we didn't move down to. <laughs> I need a better. Uh... <laughs> but it was back in the '80s when we moved here, so I definitely have seen the growth. Dinosaurs around in the '80s. We had dinosaur-like phones. <laughs> oh yeah. Go ahead. Oh yeah, dinosaur-like phones. Remember those? But back in, you know, grew up. I grew up over in Denton County, and would come over to Collin County, McKinney, and Frisco quite frequently. And with McKinney and Frisco being two of the fastest-growing cities in the United States, right next to each other, it's very interesting to see it growing and to see the growth that's come here. And McKinney is nowhere near the growth that it's expected to – it's projected to be the size of Arlington or even larger. So watching it go from farmland to pasture and 121 being a two-lane road that was not paved very well has been – very exciting. There, I feel like my crazy Aunt Mary Kay. I say that all endearing. Um, you know, going back, oh, remember, you know, by the old Walmart, by this, and, you know, those places are no longer there. They've moved and built. So it's just very interesting to kind of see the growth and the expansion and just everything that technology has brought to us. It's amazing. Yeah, and the technology has such a, such a booming industry here in North Texas, and it's attracting a lot of folks from all over the country, um, and uh, Dallas is one of uh, many other cities we have here in Texas where we see rapid growth, and this is where the jobs are. People are moving uh, left and right from other states, um, you know, from any direction where they're having a lot of economic problems and people can't get good housing values. They can find uh, good housing values and get into a home here that they might not otherwise have thought and I'll bet some of those people, and we'll talk about this more particularly, are, are you know people who may be recently divorced or um, there's a job transfer and one person's here and then the other person's in another state. So, so much growth, so much change. Um, what did you, you know, what are some of the, uh, I don't know, what, what is particularly interesting uh, within the last five years as far as trends in real estate and what people should be looking at? Um, well, I mean, luckily, Texas is not like some of the other states, like Florida and California and Nevada. We never had the huge housing spike. So when the housing market crashed, it was only slight. I mean, it did affect people. And it's still affecting people to a certain degree, but definitely within this past year and even two years, the market has been going up. They're expecting Texas to be one of the highest, the market here growing higher than most states with a 4 to 8% increase. So it's been That's very exciting to see. It's very exciting. I mean, Texas is Texas keeps the – it's kind of like the tortoise and the hare when it comes to home values and real estate values that, you know, we're kind of very slowly going up. Maybe, you know, we'll go down a little bit. We'll go up a little bit. But over a 10-year range over the past decade or even two decades where, you know, 
houses in California and Nevada had a huge spike. We didn't have that. And when you look over from like the 10 year, 20 year range point, our homes, our real estate uh, values have increased higher, just as high as, and higher than most of those other cities and most other cities within the country. So that's something you really great the, about Texas. Another thing that I think is particularly noteworthy is that as you mentioned, the dip in real estate was not as severe as other places. It is my experience from talking to real estate professionals in other cities and states that when there is a major dip and activity slows down, it's sort of the concept of if you stop, you rust. And a lot of people, realtors, kind of fell off the map. There were some, you maybe have like an industry with half of its people actively working. We're here in Texas as there was not that interruption, there's been continual development of programs for people getting into homes, been continual development for uh, people like Ms. Williams here to uh, identify specific niches where she can help clients. So Joey, let's talk a little bit about that and how you've developed this niche working with people who are going through or recently went through divorce and how that ties into your own experience. Well, I, being in, being a realtor, I mean, I definitely saw that there was you know, early on in my real estate career, I saw that there was very huge problems when it comes to divorce and real estate. You know, people are heading into foreclosure because they're losing dual income. They can no longer afford the house. You know, even five years later, they're coming to me saying, well, I need to sell the house. Well, your ex is still on the deed. You can't sell it without him or her. Uh, your, you know, you're still on the, lo- you know, your ex is still on the loan, and now you're getting foreclosed upon. That's also affecting your credit and is preventing you to be able to purchase a house now because you're still on that loan, even though they're supposed to pay it. It's still on your credit, and so things of that nature were very much things that came to heart having gone through a divorce of my own. That somebody needs to be out there and educating people of some of these mistakes that are being made during the divorce process to help protect them, not only to ensure that they are able to keep a house over their head now, but to make sure that they're able to protect their future. So it sounds like having gone through and knowing and working in a particularly troublesome area of real estate, meeting divorcing folks and some of the uh, collateral issues that goes along with them, um, when you know the answers, you don't, you don't get stuck in that pause, well, I'll have to find out, well, I'll have to look, because it sounds like you'll know what to do or who to talk to, especially when you talk about credit. I know that um, there are a lot of other potential people involved. So are there other folks that you have a, an ongoing relationship and you work with them if someone comes to you and says, I have a credit problem or whatnot, because I appreciate that a lot of realtors here in Texas want to create long-term relationships with people who are going through potentially rough times now, who but might, may likely come out uh, smiling like roses in a few years. Right, I do. I, that, I have relationships with credit repair companies, mortgage professionals, and especially the mortgage professionals really know what needs to be done and can help guide them when it comes to credit repair and what to know within the credit repair, which credit repair companies are more liable to work with, more credible to work with and which ones will help you and what things that you need to do. So that's definitely something that I keep on going is helping people get to the point to where they can purchase or lease. The the biggest problem that I'm seeing is that there are a lot of stay-at-home mothers out there who are getting divorced 
well, they don't have income to qualify to lease a property. So they're struggling to keep a roof over their head. Okay, well, let's do this. Let's do this. And let's see if we can get something in your decree. So you're getting, instead of getting a lump sum, let's put this on a monthly payment plan so you can show that you have monthly income to ensure that you can qualify. Very good point, especially when people are trying to, you know, let's say I'm the homeowner who, um, you know, now it's, uh, you know, a seller's market, as you and I talked about earlier. But um, if I had a home that couldn't, that I didn't want to sell right now or I didn't think I was going to get the right amount of money for it, maybe I would rent that out. And I'd be cautious with someone who didn't have, dem- uh, you know, demonstrable income. So, um, you know, when you, so you talk, do you work with the clients with their attorneys as well? Um, in talking about getting some of this language nailed down, is that so? Do you work with the other folks in the process of divorce? Uh, correct. If need, if need be, I definitely do work with other. You know, I'm making sure uh, names are taken off the deed, or that I had somebody come to me where her name was not even on the deed, and therefore her ex was the only name on the deed. And making sure. And on her divorce decree, they didn't have the le- they had the address of the property, but they didn't have the legal address of the property in the decree to ensure that when taking it to title to say, hey, she technically owns this, she actually owns this property. It was never recorded with the county clerk's office. The divorce decree did not have the legal description on there to ensure that the property was hers. We need to make sure that this gets in there, or this is what you need to qualify. Let's make sure, see if we can work something out with your attorney to make sure that you have an income. Additionally, when people are divorcing, they may have so many different uh, options in negotiating their marital settlement agreements. Um, and one of those, sometimes people have to make that decision do I stay in the home? You know, do I leave the home? Um, it's just got to be a difficult thing. So um, to, tell me a little bit more about, uh, you know, the clients that you come, do they find you through other people who know that, you know, Julie Williams is the person to help you uh, with, you know, if you're going through divorce in a real estate thing, uh, you know, how's the referral system and how's that all work? Yeah, it's been very interesting how people have found me. A lot of people who I've known throughout the past, they've seen me online. Um, the weirdest one I had was somebody saw me on a meetup group and contacted me because they saw me on meetup. So, I mean, it comes through attorneys, it comes through different, it comes through divas, it comes through all these different resources, and sometimes it's just people that know me personally because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. they know that I'm going through a divorce. I need to contact Jolie because Jolie knows divorce. You know, it's such an interesting, uh, it's such a, you know, when we survive ourselves in a certain world, I mean, I grew up with uh, working in divorced law firms. So having the the large amount of background and experience in, in family law, it just, it, it, I appreciate also how you kind of end up in a, a certain practice area in an industry and you kind of continue on from there. So, um, so I'm glad that, uh, you know, that you have so many great people lined up to help folks with, uh, you know, programs, and uh, we'll talk a little bit about, I'm going to ask you a little bit about programs that are out there to help um, people who uh, may need some help. I'm just curious if they're, I always, yeah, I heard about uh, someone in another state who was talking about state programs for uh, you know, conditional uh, assistance for people who may be going through a divorce or maybe had 
um, you know, state of emergency type of a thing. Uh, that's always an interesting thing because a lot of those programs are not, people don't really know what to look for, so that's an interesting thing. So I'm going to ask you about that after we come back from our short break. Um, Nick Augustine PR is the sponsor for today's program on Law Talk Radio. Uh, Nick Augustine PR and Creative Content Marketing is what uh, our agency offers. And most of our clients sign up for monthly marketing and PR plans. Um, this is for individual and small business owners. Uh, the Nick Augustine PR monthly plans focus on writing as well as managing your social media, blogs, newsletters, and podcasts. In addition, Nick Augustine PR offers all the traditional copywriting, and public relations services. So if you have that killer story and want to get it on the news, we're the people to talk to. Here are a few of the benefits of the monthly content plans. Again, content is so important. Uh, relevant and frequent content helps the search engines find you and helps other people find you. So what we do uniquely for our clients is our content, number one, is custom written for all the clients, and we avoid promoting competitors. We're cautious about that. Uh, clients frequently email us articles and ideas and things that they see going on in their professional worlds, and we'll add those to publication calendars as, as well as the articles that we propose for publication. So this way, everyone is engaged. So we're always researching and keeping up on the news and what's going on and maintaining competitiveness in our industries. Uh, also, consumer public really expects professionals and businesses to maintain a reasonable presence online. So we're there to help maintain that for you. We understand that not everyone has the time to uh, work on all their social media, their blogs, their newsletters. Uh, so a lot of that gets in the in the planning stage and then left in the dust. So uh, our agency is here to make that happen for folks at a rather affordable uh, monthly level. So again, small and individual business owners and entrepreneurs are encouraged to contact me. My email is nick at nickaugustinepr.com. Find out what we can help to keep your marketing machine moving so you can focus on work. Our plans range from 300 to $1,400 a month and up and beyond there, depending on what you're looking for, for PR and so on and so forth. Again, events uh, and webinars are also something within our purview. So get in touch and we'll at least have a conversation about what things you can do now and what things you can do later. So back to our program with Ms. Jolie Williams. Jolie is a Coldwell Banker realtor and she focuses on divorce and folks going through divorce, getting ready for divorce, or recently coming from divorce. So, uh, Joe, I just wanted to, you know, in this segment, talk a little bit about some of the specific um, tax, timing, and, again, legal issues that face some of your clients. And uh, my, my question before the break was about programs. Um, are there programs out there to help folks that we might just not know about? There are some small government programs um, the issues with some of these is that you have to be in dire straits in order to qualify for them. So working, you know, there are programs out there, and it's just finding a program that somebody actually qualifies for. It's not easy. Very good. I mean, yeah. I know there's CCA up in Denton County. I know there's Community Lifeline here in Collin County. And there's just different, there's different aspects and areas that you can look at for those. But yet, there's also qualifications to be able to qualify for those programs. Which brings us back to the original. It's kind of a catch-22 because if you're a person who is going through a tough time where you may not have all the tax returns, you may not even have the documentation uh, prepared to qualify, uh, you know, to even find out if you qualify. So, you know, coming back to people who are coming to you, Jolie, at various stages 
Um, and again, it's not that all of your uh, clients are, are people going through divorce, but within your specialty area here, tell us a little bit about the unique issues people in divorce face with regard to law, taxes, uh, and the timing involved in all this. I mean, timing is taxes. You're talking, I mean, if you're both parties are still on the deed, and depending on what time of year, how much property taxes are involved. Who's, who is re- responsible for paying those property taxes, and who can file that as a who can file that as a claim on their uh, income tax return to, at the end of the year? You know, I have spoken, I have mixed conversations with people regarding who takes that, who is able to take that tax deduction. Um, one of the CPAs did discuss that whoever is the primary name on the deed, which is typically the husband in the case is typically the primary, if that person's name is still on the loan, but they're not the ones actually paying it, it's the spouse that's staying in it, well, when they go and file that tax, the property taxes deduction on their taxes, that throws up a red flag to the IRS because their social security number is not the primary social security number on the mortgage and therefore can throw up a big red flag to, for an audit. Sounds like something not everyone would think about in the average run-of-the-mill transaction. What are some other particular uh, unique experiences that you've seen with divorce and real estate? Um, obviously, property taxes. Another thing is um, the end-of-the-year taxes. You know, the income taxes with a real estate transaction. If you're a single person, if you have over two hundred fifty thousand dollars, you can have up to two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Of income and profit before you can before you have to start claiming it as profit for your taxes. But if you're still a married couple or you both named today on the deed, you're you're still able to keep the five hundred thousand. So that's something that you need to consider depending on how much equity is in the house and how much equity you plan to have in the end, have in the end when you finally do sell it. So that's something that needs to be looked upon when you're writing your decree of whether both spouses should stay on a deed for tax purposes in the future. Yeah, do, you, do people come to you to ask uh, if they're negotiating again that marital settlement agreement, whether it's best to keep equity in the house or uh, let the other party take the house and you take the pension? Um, you know, there's so many different variables and how things could pan out. It's hard to say what, you know, making a decision today um, with limited data points, what that's going to look like right. in five to ten years. Right. It definitely depends upon many different factors on each person's significance. And, you know, you never know. I mean, we could all of a sudden have a market crash, which is not foreseen. But, you know, especially if you're out in California, you know, several years ago, well, the market crashed. Now I'm underwater. And there's still people, we bought a house a year ago. We don't have the equity in it. Do we keep the house? Do we sell the, do we sell the house? How do we pull money out of this in order to pay the other one off for what is for the equity that is due to the other spouse. And there's many different ways. You can do a cash out refinance. You can use an ulti lien to do that as well. But I mean, like you said, there's so many different factors depending on the person of how they are financially able to do that. Now let's throw another variable into the mix. Uh, as you mentioned, people from California, there are, Californians uh, immigrating to Texas every day in uh, 
You know, there's a steady stream of them. I see all, uh, California license plates all the time. Um, they may have a different, you know, set of rules and experiences with real estate. Um, are there any unique uh, particularities uh, when you uh, find when you work with people coming from out of state? Um, I think they're just very surprised how much home they can get for the money. I mean, as I'm surprised when watching these shows on HGTV and on of how expensive house how expensive houses are houses north and in different areas and like our seven hundred thousand dollar house and like that would be a hundred and fifty here in Texas. Are you kidding me? I mean, exactly. you know, you can buy. I mean, I have friends up north, and they see pictures of my house. They're like, you live in a mansion. I'm like, no, this is a typical Texas house. You, well, you know, it's crazy. Now, now, here's a, how do we protect those housing prices? Do you think that there's a, you know, I know that there's been an increase now in uh, the price and value of homes. Um, is it, I, I'll just, many years back, people said moving to Phoenix was the thing to do, and a lot of people were retiring in Phoenix. And then someone came back and said, well, Phoenix is full and it's expensive now. Uh, do you think that our, our low uh, North Texas housing prices are, are likely to stay that way? What can anything do to protect that? Um, how does that factor in? I mean, I know the National Association of Realtors and Texas Association of Realtors and several of our, you know, of our elected officials are out there trying to help keep the market and help protect the market so we don't have another financing financial crash like we did back in the mid-2000s and um, you know the main thing is is that texas is very much planning on that slow and steady the turtle wins the race and that is something mm -hmm. that has been very that has very much protected our housing <clears throat> market here and that's something that we strive upon and i think that's something that the market sees that and even when it comes to lender appraisals, you know, we've had issues with lender appraisals this year because the house, housing market has increased so much this year. But yet the previous, when they're doing their appraisals, they're looking, you know, they look at six, the past six months. Well, the past six months, the home prices were lower than what they're going for now. We're getting multiple offers. We're getting offers well and above list price that when the when the lender appraisal comes in, they're not equal to what the market value is of the house. So the lender's appraisals are really helping help and keep making sure that home prices don't jump too far. All right, because I think that's the, the curious thing is, uh, you know, I'd be scared that if too many people move here, and this is something I've thought about, um, you know, too many people move here, all of a sudden, you know, it becomes prohibitively expensive. That's what happened in a lot of other markets in the U.S. And um, what I've seen is sort of a strategic – urban planning has always been interesting to me. And it seems like there's really kind of a strategic plan of where population centers are to grow and keeping space between different towns so it doesn't uh, become chaotic. So uh, important right. stuff to take a look at. Good question to ask. Let's talk a little bit about, I know you have an upcoming event. Um, I'm sorry, I didn't uh, mention that earlier. Tell us about your upcoming event, and then tell us a little bit more about the Divas Group and your role as an advisory board member and, and how you all are raising awareness uh, and what you're doing. Great. Well, I'm holding an event tomorrow evening at 6 o'clock p.m., Real Estate and Divorce, Protecting Your Clients' Present and Future Housing Needs. Um, it is an accredited, I am an accredited sponsor 
approved by the State Bar of Texas Committee on MCLE. So this is a one-hour CLE class for attorneys. And it's located at my Richardson office off George Bush Freeway between Custer and Alma. And then you wanted to talk about divas. Um, yes, tell us a little bit more. DIVA stands for Divorcing Independent, Very Able Survivors. With that, um, Amber Rogers is the founder, and with that, she went through an, un, her own divorce herself and went through the horrible turmoil of going through a divorce, as it is losing a spouse and losing your life as you know it. Um, she founded it and created it to bring people going through divorce closer together with providers and enabling them to have access to credible providers who help people who during divorce process. Therefore, they're not left making the same mistakes that some of us had made during our own divorces. It's a great group out there. A wealth of experience. And when all the people are there in one collective spot, it's kind of like one-stop shopping for uh, everything you need, especially when we were talking earlier about uh, credit repair folks and uh, title company friends and all the other friends you might need to help in some of those tricky divorce situations. Right. It's a, and it's a great resource for me because I don't, you know, hey, I need somebody to help with this. This person needs that. I'm not an attorney. I'm not a mortgage lender. Let me go reach out to some of them and get them to help you so you're able to get through your divorce as smoothly as possible without too much interference and too much devastation. Exactly. Well, Jolie, it sounds like you are the go-to professional for divorce in uh, North Texas real estate. Tell the folks out there listening uh, live or later on demand how they can best get in touch with you. Uh, you can always reach me through my cell phone at 214-502-6495 or through my website, and it's diva-homes.com, so diva-homes.com. All right. Jolie Williams, thank you for your time today. I really do appreciate you being on the program. Great. Thank you so much, Nick. All right. I want to also thank all of our listeners out there for listening to this episode of Law Talk Radio. Remember to check out the Internet Radio page at nickaugustinepr.com and click the Listen Now tab to select from one of our many programs with episodes and embedded players on our site. Each embedded player has links to its original host channel on the Blog Talk Radio Network, where we've been producing top-quality national programming since 2009, and have attracted over 100,000 unique fans who listen to our shows. We appreciate our friends' support for listening, sharing, and liking, and telling other people about our programming, because that's how many people find our shows on their friends' social media channels. We want to also thank our uh, sponsor. Hey, Nick Augustine PR, we're the sponsor for this program today. And uh, also want to thank all of our uh, other local friends and sponsors for sharing information. Law Talk Radio episodes are programmed to educate and entertain while we share tips, tools, and news that you all can use to be better informed practitioners and consumers. Again, this is Nick Augustine for Law Talk Radio. And as always, we thank you for your time. <laughs>